And he said exclusive, and y'all been exclusive for a year, baby. Y'all is not exclusive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you no. should have said, be my girlfriend by now. It took a year. Come on now. <laughs> Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and I'm so excited about today's episode. It's a really fun one and a really good conversation. I was not joking before when I told you guys I really don't have any guy friends. So for me to have a guy on the podcast was kind of a big deal to me. Like, this is the first guy I've ever had or interviewed or had co-host with me. And who did I choose for my first guy? I chose none other than Mike Johnson. You guys probably remember him as the first Black Bachelor that you wanted but didn't get. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I know you guys remember him from The Bachelorette on Hannah Brown's season, but He's not just a Bachelor guy, he's an author of a book called Making the Love You Want, and he also is a certified sexologist and intimacy coach. And I was like, okay, if we're going to have a sexologist on my podcast, we're definitely talking about some sex. So we got into it. I didn't hold back. I asked him everything I wanted to know personally. I asked him everything that I think you guys would want to know. And also, since he's the first guy on this podcast, I mean, I know he doesn't speak for all men, but he kind of speaks for all men on Vulnerable. Um, I asked him stuff that I just think women would want to know, like questions that you see all over TikTok where you're like, would love to hear a guy's perspective on this, or you just want them to tell it to you straight. Like I asked him all of those questions, but I don't want to tell you guys too much. Like I just want you to hear it because it's really good. Um, but before we get into it, I did my pop culture segment at the top of the episode, like I always do. And something that's happening in pop culture right now that I just felt like it was really important to touch on was the death of Twitch. He took his own life and it's really sad. And Mike has personally been affected by this topic a lot too. So it was really heavy. And I just kind of wanted to give you guys a trigger warning and to speak directly to anyone listening to this that's struggling right now. Please, please, please know you're not alone. And there's always someone there. There's always someone available that can help you. And the suicide hotline is 988. You can text it. You can call it. You can talk to somebody. There's always someone there to help. Thank you guys for listening. I'm so glad you're all here. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, Mike Johnson, welcome to Vulnerable. I'm so excited to have you here today. No, I'm super excited. It's great to see you. You too. Um, You're actually my first male guest ever to be on the podcast. (laughs) How do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more nervous than when I got out the limo <laughs> that's crazy that's I an just, honor yeah I don't have any um I don't have a lot of guy friends which is funny because it's like one of the things I want to talk about today um so we'll get to that later but you were definitely like one of the people that I thought of like oh he would be such a great guest so yeah I, you're my you're my first guy air hug that, is, <laughs> that made me feel good thank you so much yeah of course now, can we also say like shout out to your uh your extended homie that gave you the name for the podcast oh yeah um it's so cool so i was struggling so hard too for like months trying to come up with a name for this podcast because i really wanted it to be good and i wanted it to be like very me yeah. um and then my friend who was also starting a podcast she was like i just asked my followers like why don't you just ask them and i was like okay sure and a lot of people said the same things, whatever. But then there was like one person that said vulnerable. And I was like, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's so perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, I sent her like a cute little Venmo because I was like, you deserve to be paid for your creativity. Love you. Thank you for the name. <laughs> that's what's up. So yeah. that's what's up. I love to hear that. So I start all my episodes with a celebrity topic, cultural moment. Mm. Um, Today's a little 
heavier. Um, but I do think it's important to talk about. Yesterday, Twitch passed away. And for those of you who don't know who Twitch is, he's best known for being a dancer, like So You Think You Can Dance, also the DJ and dancer from the Ellen Dinner Show. Um, I didn't know him personally, but I feel like it's touched so many people. Obviously, he's a big celebrity, so I've seen his videos pop up. And I don't know, it's just like so incredibly sad just because obviously it was suicide um, or that's what the reports say. And just because I didn't know him personally, I do know a lot of black men personally. And suicide is just, it's just a lot more prevalent in men and then a lot more prevalent in black men. So it just really, it just really heavily affected me. I saw your video also. Um, so I'm assuming you heard about Twitch. No, I did. <laughs> um, and <laughs> rest in peace to Twitch. Yeah. First and foremost, and uh, sending many prayers and love to his family and loved ones and uh, everyone that was close and connected to him. Firstly, <laughs> you know, I wrote a book about my friend, she committed suicide and then another friend just committed suicide earlier this year. Uh, and now I see, you know, Twitch has passed away when I was in the military, people, they lost their lives in that regard as well. And so... you just really never know what someone's going through. But at the same time, those are things that we know. In my mind, when I see things like that, it's almost, how do we take action and help these individuals out? Like, if we could put people in spaceships, why can't we do things that, in my opinion, matter a bit more? Yeah, for sure. I didn't know that about your book or your friend. So I'm sorry to hear that. But no, it's okay. it is, it is crazy. And I think I've seen a lot of people in the comment section being like, oh my God, like he just posted a dancing video the other day. And oh my God, like he just posted about how it was their nine year wedding anniversary and he seemed fine. And it's just like, that's why I care so much about being transparent on social media and about talking about mental health because it, like Instagram isn't real. <laughs> like it's not real just because he looked happy on Instagram means absolutely nothing. It was um, four days ago today yeah. that so they they're not their nine year anniversary like you were saying that's that's just wild I'm not I know. this is why I don't know and then it's Christmas coming up he has two little kids it's it's, a, it's just a terrible situation and and I was just talking about this with my my brave lady a moment ago mm. and it's just not something that there's no words you can really tell that person, those people, those yeah. ones that are still here, except for show, except for show love and be there and care for those individuals around them. I think all that we could do, or me and me and you that have some sort of a platform, like I do oh, think sure. that talking about it is important, especially with men and the stigma around mental health and like seeking help and therapy. Like I know a lot of men that are not comfortable even talking about therapy let alone going to therapy or telling people they're depressed or have anxiety and it's not like mental illness affects men less than it does women it's just men have all these social norms and stereotypes and everything else that they're supposed to be tough and strong and all this bullshit and that they're not allowed to have emotions so it's just it's just such a huge topic complicated well the like you just mentioned we're, we're, 
what we can do at our level and our platform is talk about it. And that's how we untangle it. Yeah. That's truly how we untangle it one piece at a time. I know that you're not out there like struggling and going, your people can go through things. Like you mentioned, um, just these societal norms, like what's normal to you may not be normal to me, homie. And yeah. so you got to talk about these different things, but I definitely agree with you. I think that especially with our platform, we should be, we should try to bring some realness to Instagram that because they have none. Yep. Yeah. I try to do that as best as I can. I try to do that here on the podcast. Um, and I know you do too. Um, but yeah, that's sorry. A heavy topic to start with guys, but I do think important to talk about. Um, (laughs) it's very heavy. Uh, it's very necessary. Yeah. You just never know what someone's going through, as cliche as it sounds. And that's why you should just always listen to what all of our parents told us when we were kids, which is you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing. For real. Like, just be respectful to people and be kind and make sure that people are not invisible. Make sure people are visible. Like, you truly do that in your life, in your communities. But then also know that when you do good and something bad happens, it's not your fault. And that's to all the loved ones out there that have gone through that. Perfectly said. I think we can just wrap this up with rest in peace to Twitch and sending all the love in the world to his wife and kids and family. Um, We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and ask Mike some questions about himself. I wanted to start off with questions that the people want to know about you just some questions that people I'm not gonna ask you like (laughs) if you wanted to be the bachelor (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) um but last time I saw you which was like like earlier this year you said that you were single and that you were single by choice because you didn't feel like it was the right time for you because you were still like working on some things with yourself is that Mm -hmm. still the case um see you know this is the definition of being real when you can answer the question but you know like the real question that's being asked you know what i mean that's, that's, that's i mean that's i'm not i'm not trying to hide it i'm asking you if you're single <laughs> that's definition asking... but no you said it in such a perfect way that i, could, I, mean, I had a, i had a, i had a scapegoat to go <laughs> hey i'm following into the host role here you're doing great um, i love it i love so it. much <laughs> thank you for that question the way that you asked it i appreciate it yeah um I will, I am always working on myself. Amen. Uh, I'm always working on myself and always trying to grow and do better and make the people, I have a contract right here on my wall that you can't see. And there's one paragraph to where I say, uh, I just want to do better. I want to do better for the people that pray about me at night. That's cute. Is that the end of your answer? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great then. (laughs) Um, So we have to talk about your TikToks because a lot of people- I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm dating somebody, yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. I won't push you on that. Are you happy? I'm happy. I'm very happy. I love that for you. Um, Yeah, so we got to talk about your TikToks because I've seen a couple of them go viral. The first one I saw was about the figure eight- (laughs) Oh gosh. 
I also recently saw something about a pineapple express drink. Um, yeah. The people want to know yeah. what's up with the TikToks. And also, yeah. I don't think a lot of people know that you are a certified intimacy and sex coach. So like, yes. just so you guys know, he's certified um, <laughs> to tell us this information. But yeah, please, please tell us about the TikToks. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm, uh, TikToks. I get nervous about this uh, because like I'm trying to go down feelingscene.com. Uh, that's where you can get our newsletters to where we're, I'm about to start putting out our newsletters very soon. The website, we just launched it and it scares me with my TikToks because like I'm talking about sexual wellness, sexual education, uh, sexual entertainment, honestly, uh, all three. And I'm just trying different formats because what I'm saying is really important to know. I'm I, I, I'm ten toes down on that. That's yeah. What I'm saying is important to know. Like I, but it's how I'm saying it because it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Because every single human that's alive right now has come from this subject matter, right? And so, it, what I'm saying is important. And so I, my TikToks, I feel they're not good right now. Really. Because I'm, yeah, I really don't. And the quality is good, yes. But the message that I'm, it's not coming across to the people that I needed to come across to. Hmm. Who are the That's people? Uh, the people that are seeking information out, for example, how do I speak to my partner? How do I communicate to my partner that I don't like it when they do this or that? How do I break out of my... Uh, grew up in my religious church and now my sexuality is different right so though i want to get across to the people that want to know some stuff or but then also the people that are like hey my partner is on some medication that they need and now their libido has changed or hey um i my girlfriend i noticed that she don't like the way i i give it to her so i need to learn about how to get her off like yeah all those when i say it to you it's like, oh, wow, I'm talking about normal stuff that right. I'm, I would like someone to talk about. But I feel like on my TikToks, it's not, I'm not getting the message across the way that I desire. That's in my head. And I'm going to do it, though. Let me get back. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does for sure. And I would just like to throw it out there. I think the TikToks are great. They're great conversation starters. Like The thing about social media is like, especially with people like us, where it's like, okay, we have a platform and people know us because of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So like when people see your, our faces pop up on the For You page, like they're not expecting you to talk about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not expecting you to talk about sex and everything else that you're talking about, which is really important. Like these are important subjects and we do need people to talk about them because everyone's afraid to talk about it, um, which isn't going to help anybody. If nobody's ever talking about it, no one's going to have better sex and no one's going to have better intimacy with their partners. Like it's just, it can't be like behind closed doors anymore. Um, right. So whoever's editing and doing the video for your TikTok, it looks incredible, just saying. Appreciate you. Um, I'll give you a tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do know what you mean. It's like, I don't know. It's just tough because you have to decide between, obviously you want people to, you want it to be shared on the For You page or whatever, but it's like people are sharing it because they're like, hey, look my look at my Johnson talking about this. It's not like, the people you're trying to get to so i feel right like that's what is that's what's happening now oh right. look at remember him he was so sweet you know <laughs> and it's like i'm still the exact same human being yeah, yeah and to be honest with you if 
I were single and we and I dated that person or their daughter, they're going to be a very happy daughter or a very happy mom because <laughs> their daughter's happy or their dad. Oh, my daughter's really happy and taken care of. Right. And always. So like, I'm like, yeah. man, I'm still the same sweet guy. I'm just, <laughs> I learned a little bit. I mean, I don't think anyone doesn't think you're sweet because of it, but it's just surprising to see come out of your mouth sometimes. Like even That's when true. I saw it for the first time and I know you, like I, I saw the video and I was like, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> really? doing this co- the, the comments had me rolling. Like the comments were like, Mike, it's seven in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Like, Mike, I just opened my eyes. Damn. It was so funny to me. Um, that was hilarious. Yeah. But I mean, it's just the beginning. You'll get to the audience you need to get to. I appreciate um, that. We both will. Yeah. What, how did you end up, like, how did you start getting into this field? Like, what made you want to go into it? Yeah. Um, so you got to go, I got to go back a little bit. I'm going to do this really succinctly and really quickly. But I was te- sexually taken advantage of as a child. Um, when I went to the military, I was a victim's advocate, the only male victim's advocate on the entire base, which is a victim's advocate, at least in the Air Force. A victim's advocate in the Air Force is basically someone that is trained in in type of handling a situation um, if a person was sexually taken advantage of. And so I was training that, the only male on the base. And then when I got out of the military, my ex and I had a miscarriage. And after the miscarriage, that's when I was like, I was. I think someone told me like, hey, might want to see a uh, sex therapist because we stopped having sex mm-hmm. um and neither one of us knew why it just stopped happening we we're you know been together a few years you know had a had a, a traumatic event happen um so we wanted to like see if we could get some help or whatever and long story short uh we didn't work out but it piqued my interest i'm like hey <laughs> being quite honest i'm like hey i don't ever want what happened to happen again. So I'd have been a dumbass dude. That's how I felt. That's how I took my personality. And yeah, I want to be great in bed. And so, and great for my woman. So I was like, why, why not? And I know, and now I know from the people that have, have signed up with feelingscene.com and of responses I'm getting, I know there's a lot of people, men and women that want somebody to talk about this stuff. Yeah. And I'm just happy that my personality has allowed me, propelled me to do this. But that's why I got into it though. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I'm learning so much about you today. (laughs) You're really being like the namesake of this podcast. So vulnerable. I I genuinely appreciate you. You Um, Check out my book. It's it's pretty good. Okay. I need to buy the book immediately. (laughs) Um, When you go on, like when you, I don't know anything about newsletters, to be honest. Like when you go on feelingscene.com, what happens? Are people submitting questions and you answer them? Uh, Thank you for that question. No one's asked me that question. I really appreciate it. Uh, So when you go on feelingscene.com, at the first dollar, DM me if you don't like the layout, because like I wanted to be really good for you. But two things happened. One, you can download uh, a PDF, which is like, a bunch of questions that helps you when it comes to like communicating. Cause we always hear communicate, 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 but like, how do I do that, bro? Like give me an activity to do. And so this is like an activity to where it's kind of um, green light, yellow light, red light. So you talk about boundaries. Is it okay for your person to kiss you in public? Red light? No. Green light? Yes. Yellow? Depends. You doing my mama? Hell no. Right. And it's like, then it gets freaky stuff, but then it got some stuff that's not freaky at all. 
Do you like to be held? Stuff like that as well. And so you can download that when you go to feelingseen.com. And then on top of that, you can also submit a question anonymously or not anonymously, do whatever you like. And then within the newsletters, and I'll, I will start to respond to those as a certified sex coach. But more than that, I want people to know that I am not the expert on my team. I best believe, you know, I got the expert. I have board certified sexologist. I have 20 plus years licensed mental health therapist. Like I have the whole team behind me. I'm trying to get Columbia, Columbia University to be behind me as well in this. So I get passionate about that in my back. Cause we don't talk no, you're good. Much. I wanted you to talk about it. <laughs> and I love that. I think that's such just like such a smart idea to have the actionable things because like I was in a five-year relationship with my ex and we ended up going to therapy at the end of it because we stopped having sex. And I felt like when I was in therapy, sometimes like I just wanted them to give me, not that like obviously in therapy, they can't tell you what to do, but like I wanted some homework. Like I wanted some uh, items that we could actually do that were more concrete than just being like, okay, we came to a session for an hour and now we're fixed. Like yeah. I like that you have specific things that people can work on. Cause I think that's super helpful. Appreciate it. That's just the like, that's just a tip, right? I, yeah. That's well play on words, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you had to. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tip of the iceberg what we're doing <laughs> uh, because there'll be playbooks that'll come out there'll be courses that'll come out uh, as of right now I'm trying to make it completely all free because I feel that uh, free sex and mental health therapy is definitely something that we should all have yeah I'm glad that you explained that like you're not the expert also yeah I don't yeah I don't want people whatsoever to know that I, right I'm like I want people that have been in this longer than I've been alive yeah and we're getting every and I want I'm sorry I'm sorry so long on this we want everybody so like I am a cisgender African-American able-bodied uh heterosexual male right so if I have someone that's opposite I can't I'm not going to be able to tell you the true experiences of the individual and so that's what feeling seen is all about we want everyone to feel seen and be heard we are okay. starting though with uh, heterosexual women and men uh, just because honestly it's so much content within this world that I want to explain to people yeah that's a good point about everybody else besides the people that you represent because Correct. I feel like I've caught myself even on this podcast like talking like I did an episode about gender roles and I listened to it back and I was like oh damn like this is so hetero I didn't even think about it at the time until I listened to it and I was like, what if people are lesbians? Like, what if people are gay listening to this? And I'm like, I'm going to do my best to be better about that for sure. Um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it's blessing that you, that you caught that within yourself. I had to catch it within myself. I think like, that's why I caveat it feeling seen that way, because I'm saying that we're starting, mm -hmm. which, which tells you that, Hey, I know there's other aspects of this as well. So we're going to do that as well, but we're starting with, and the reason we're starting with that, to be quite honest, that's what, I'm attracted to women. And so I want to know about that. That's what got me into the field. But as well, those are the people that also follow me. And we yeah. have an unfair advantage with our following. I got 97% women. So I might as well at least speak to that crowd first, I would say. Wow. 97% women. I also have 97% women. <laughs> yeah, it's the bachelor. It's, it's the, the show. It's the, yeah. yeah it's the show, the show right? is fully, you know, women, yeah. female audience. That's so crazy though. Out of that group, of course, all those women are not straight you know yes 
Exactly. And that's what I was thinking about too. Cause I was like, okay, my following's all women. Like I'll talk like if this podcast is for women. And then I was like, wait, the lesbians. You said, wait, <laughs> the way you said that was hilarious. <laughs> wait, the lesbians. <laughs> like, no, like I don't want to like... single anyone out. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not, that's a, that's a good that. joke. That's, but like um, at the same time, I think we need to go, there needs to be a line, a lane that we can all stay in, which is simply, Hey, I have love for everybody, but like, this is what, this is my sphere. Right. That I that I normally I know the best. Exactly. My lived experiences. When you say lived experiences, can't nobody really get on you for your lived experiences, right? That's so true. like this is your podcast. If you have that's the way that you speak, it's saying I love everybody else, but this is my lived experiences. Right. And I can only speak on what I know like the best. Correct. And that's dating men. <laughs> Speaking of men and women, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> this is funny because I kind of touched on it with my uh with my episode with my friend Cache, and I was talking about how I don't have, yeah, (laughs) I was talking about how I don't have any guy friends. And she was like, I have a ton of guy friends. Why don't you have any? And I was like, I don't really know. (laughs) So it's just like, and we were talking about like, do we think that men and women can ever be just platonic friends? Oh, see, this is what I'm talking about, right? It's such a good question. It's such a good question. And I've never been asked this question. You haven't. I've never been asked this question, not publicly. (laughs) Okay, well. I just think it's it's so funny because I have an older brother. I grew up with him telling me like, I don't think men and women can ever be like just friends. One of them always ends up liking the other one. Like it always gets messy, blah, blah, blah. And I've just thought about that so much in my life because I'm just like, I don't personally seek out male friendship and I don't know necessarily why I don't. Um, I've just always been a girl's girl and I've just, I don't know. I've just never like, connected with men on a friendship level like I've just never sought it out um and then I've always had guys guys will always tell you and maybe this is like guys I've dated that were insecure but like guys will always tell you like oh if you have a guy friend like I bet if you asked him if he wanted to hook up with you he would like he would always say yes guys will tell you that like all the time I've had so many people tell me that so what are your thoughts on it I've I've been through this (laughs) (laughs) you and I'm, I like this question because I immediately think of what Steve Harvey said. And I completely disagree with Steve Harvey on that. I have I lived experience, have two friends specifically that are ladies that zero, nothing, nada, they good looking women. Um, I, so I am attracted to women and I do find them attractive and they are still just the homies. Yeah. I think that men and women both can be friends, uh, platonic friends, not still each other whatsoever. I do think that at some point in time within our relationship, a friendship, one of them or has liked each other, like, you know, oh yeah, I mean, they're cute. I mean, you do think that. I think that they can like each other at some point in time. I don't think that like, that's to say that they're going to, let's say you're friends with a dude from seventh grade and you're like 30. Like you may have thought they were cute at some point in time. Yeah. But like y'all are just friends and like y'all grew into a, like I, a friendship yeah i do think that it could have been like oh yeah mike he oh yeah mike with the big ears yeah a little tall one yeah he cute but he ain't like you know what i mean like he ain't got my i don't got whatever she want for it right and so i yeah. think that yeah you can find someone attractive and cute but just not be inclined to like have to holler at him yeah so you have friends like you have female friends that you were just friends with yes and when you're dating someone do you change your behavior towards the female friends? Like when you're in a relationship, are there different rules? <laughs> no, I love these questions. Uh, so one, 
what I don't do, what I won't do <laughs> is like have a female friend and then have a girlfriend. I'm calling my female friend all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's, I don't be doing it. Like, fellas, y'all do that as y'all. But I, I don't do that. No, wouldn't do it. That's just an argument I'm trying not to have. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, have peace in the house. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> like, I, like, my homegirl, she un- she need to understand. Like, call me when you need something. But don't be, we ain't, like, just chit-chatting all yeah, damn like day. FaceTime <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> yeah, like, that just ain't happening. Like, we're friends, cool. But do you need me? What's up? You yeah. don't, then... Is it a life update? Cool, but <laughs> you know, like it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so, but let's say that friend that I have, like, hey, I have one of my girlfriends, like, as in literally my friend as a lady, uh, I'm a godfather to her children. Oh. And so she'll definitely call me, send me pictures or whatnot. But like, that's something that your girlfriend needs to know this stuff. Cause right. fella, she looking over your phone. So- <laughs> okay, but I feel like there's a difference with like, someone that was your friend before the relationship and then like you're in a relationship and all of a sudden your significant other is making new friends like I feel like that's that's very different so if I meet a guy we get together yeah he's been friends with this girl for 10 years they went to high school together they're homies okay cool you know her before you even knew me go off but like he said go off sis like (laughs) I trust you whatever but like if you're making a new female friend while we're in the relate, like you, you've known her less time than you've known me. Then, like, why are you, why? <laughs> so he said, like, why? Who, why? I don't get it. I think that is for. I think it's, it just reminds me of a TikTok that Nate did. It was kind of funny. Um, I think that you. Can, I don't think I don't see nothing wrong with that. It definitely is gonna. I'm gonna notice it. Like you might get like a little. If I'm reading a book, it might get a little crinkle on the end of the page, but. <laughs> You know, it's not gonna like stop nothing, but I get too many damn crinkles. Hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just because I I don't really have any guy friends, so I guess it's it's really a dream for whoever's gonna date me, um, because they don't have to worry about it. But like, I don't know how I feel about like how do you feel about them hanging out with their friend alone? Like for like, yeah. If I was dating a guy and he was just I called them and he was just like, oh yeah. I'm with Tiffany. We're just chilling at the crib. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, I guess I give off a different energy when I'm in a relationship because I haven't had to deal with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people do. Like, I think a lot of people do that. And then they're made to feel bad because their person will be like, oh my God, calm down. It's just my friend. And then you're like, okay, well, it makes me kind of uncomfortable that you're just hanging out with her for hours on it. You know what I mean? I, I ultimately, truly, what I feel is that it just depends on I have to meet the person yeah. and I got to see them multiple times, like in just their energy with each other. Yeah. Because, like, and then, I'll, oh, then, I'll, but to your direct question, no, nah, we don't need to be doing that. Like, this, <laughs> like, if it happens every now and then, like for a specific reason, which I can't think of off the top of my head, I, I personally, I personally don't do that. Right. And I'll tell a story like my, one of my best homies, uh, his wife at the time was, uh, he was about to deploy and he went to the back the back room and her and I were in the living room and I already be feeling awkward when it's just me and my homie girl mm. uh in like the room together but it happens it's a part of life right it's just gonna happen and he went to the room this girl had the nerve to say um Mike uh and we're friends obviously it's my it's my best homie wife and she had the nerve to say this was like 
multi, multi, so long, you know, I'm old. This was a long, long, long time ago. And she had the nerve to say, uh, Mike, will you be able to like drive back up here and help me uh, put up the, uh, like the pictures? And I'm thinking in my head, she, like, I understand why I'm tall. She wasn't as tall, but I'm thinking in my head, first off, I live 90 minutes away. Dude ain't driving no 90 minutes to hang him up damn picture. He wasn't going to be there? Is that why she was asking you? He's deploying. Oh, okay, okay. And she didn't. Ask, she should have said something beforehand. That's just not something that you do. I, and where I come from, my tradition, my culture, and I think that's, a, that's the big, that's the issue right there. When you break the, all these arguments down, it goes to the answer, culture. What is your culture? Let's talk about what your culture is. Let's talk about what my culture is, what I'm accustomed to, what you're accustomed to, my traditional stuff, your traditional stuff. And then we can navigate better. Yeah. That is True. interesting. But why do you feel uncomfortable around your friends' girlfriends, though, in general? It's, like, it's just like I want, I need to, she need to become like wifey. Like she need to be on that level. And then I feel like, all right, cool, it's a homie now. Uh, because like you think- she, y'all just girlfriend, boyfriend. And this is just me individually where I come from. Like literally yeah. where I, I'm not saying someone else is wrong. Where I come from, it's like the, I come from a, a very, masculine aggressive male dominated nature Mm. and i don't want my woman to feel uncomfortable and so you don't need to be going up in there bro also i'm I'm gonna have to knock out some dude if you try to holler at my girl (laughs) you know what i mean it's just i don't want to get into that situation so i would never want my homeboy one of my homies that i love and care about to think that I'm trying to holler at this girl for any inclination. I laugh at a joke too hard. You know what I mean? Anything. And then I don't want her to be thinking something like that too. Right. I see. Remember, like I said earlier, I just want to be avoiding conflict in the, in the future. <laughs> like I'm not taking any chance. Yeah, like it, this is how my brain works. Like just avoid conflict, bro, and you have a wonderful life. I mean, I think it's a good approach. I think a lot of men would, would be better off if they took. Took some of your advice. Oh. Yeah, just just avoid conflict. It's really simple. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, I still don't <laughs> really know what my answer is on if men and women can be platonic friends, but <laughs> your answer is yes, but you just avoid situations that are easily yeah, avoidable. It, it, the answer is yes, they can be, but yeah. just don't be stupid. Right. Like if you if you have an issue with alcohol and tequila is your choice, like don't be drinking four bottles and be in Honduras and like you know me like there's certain things you don't do like i'm i'm with you i think people just like to play with fire but yeah i'm i'm not that guy i I learned when i was a kid yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it just comes down to boundaries and communication correct yeah that's the way to put it boundaries that's exactly what it is truly like yeah they're a friend absolutely can they forever stay a friend yes because that boundary is set right even if she'd never liked me who cares it's set on both our part because that's a respect and it will never be indifferent i think knowing the boundaries between you and your friend like making that clear but also knowing the boundaries with your partner because everybody has different boundaries like they might think something's okay to do with their platonic girlfriend but you don't so it's just like you have to discuss the boundaries and agree on them in your relationship that's why you gotta ask questions in your relationship right yeah okay amazing so my last segment is called Chell It Like It Is. <laughs> and that is where I usually take people's advice, like people submitting questions and ask advice on things. 
But for you, I wanted to do something different since, I mean, I'm not saying you speak for all men, but you are the first man on this podcast. So I wanted to do kind of like rapid fire, like the most commonly asked questions that I think women have for men. And like you, you can just tell it like it is, like you don't have to sugarcoat. You can. Oh, <laughs> just, no sugarcoating? Yeah, please. Look, okay. See, that's the thing. If you say no sugarcoating, I will not sugarcoat it. It's don't like, sugar, I can, that's what the tell it like I it is. I can say it more. extremely sweet. Believe that. But I don't, I can, I don't I'm, want sugarcoat. I'm not into a sugarcoat. Like I'm okay. from Georgia. Everyone sugarcoats everything. That's hey. why when I moved to New York, I was like, my people, I love it here. Like I don't my have people. to deal with the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So true or false? If he wanted to, he would. True. What's the best way for a girl to shoot her shot? It depends on the situation, first off. That's what the answer is. Depends on the situation. <laughs> but like Let's just say it's like virtual, like internet stuff. Like you don't know the person and they're trying to shoot their shot and get your attention. What's the best way? Um, Just, I I never heard this one. This one is the one that I think people should do if you want it that bad. Um, You know, obviously Adam, look at their profile for a couple of weeks, see how they are, see what they like or whatever, what the case may be. And then I would slowly create my feed to get the algorithm would see them. They would see me on their feed. I'll pop up on their feed if this is TikTok. This is a long game. <laughs> hey, it's, if you want a number one, if you if if you want that Rihanna or somebody, you got to play the long game. Come on now. <laughs> Not like just slide into their DMs. He's like, play the long game and trick the algorithm to get your face on there. Hey, it, I mean, if you a dude, I, I'm talking to the fellas right now. If you a dude out here with 200 followers, bro, you ain't on your A game yet. Like you are, or you a dude that ain't got, you know, you 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 not where you need to be at, but you know you going that way. You got to play the long game, homie. That's I, who I'm talking to. That is one of the best answers I've ever heard to that question. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, this one, you might need a little more time to answer, but whatever. Why do guys, like, why will they keep texting you, but never ask you out? Like, let's say you go on a first date, or you go on two or three dates, and they were great, and they hit you up all the time, text you every morning, good morning, text you all day long, and then you're like, are they ever going to ask me out again? Why, why did they do that? you're in limbo status because they are in limbo of what you are to them so they're talking to a bunch of different girls and they're just stringing you along no i'm not saying that it could be just they working too much they got something that's preoccupied in their mind whether it's a girl whether it's work okay so but then that goes back to then if he wanted to he would it's like exactly come up with a lot of no that's why he's in limbo if he wanted to he would he will if he wanted to he gonna figure out either how to communicate it um or how to pick one (sighs) I feel like guys are always like, yeah, we're really simple. You know, we're I, I know, I do think we're way simpler. I would, and yeah. I don't feel like that. <laughs> I really feel like it sounds, it's just so different from women that it's it's not simple to me. <laughs> like, I don't think it's straightforward how you guys think. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, oh, this is a good one. How do you initiate, like, what's the best way you think to initiate sex as a woman? Because most of my sex life has not been initiated by me. Not because I didn't want to, just because like I'm just used to men initiating, so I just expect people to initiate. So like when it comes to me having to actually initiate, I usually just don't even do it because I'm like either afraid of getting rejected, which is kind of silly because it's like I'm in a relationship, I'm probably not going to re- get rejected, but I sometimes whatever. But I'm just not used to doing it. So like how? What's a good I don't know starter way for women to easily initiate sex? You think? I love this question as well. 
it um again the situational basis it depends on if you want if you want sex later that night then i would definitely say send them a picture of a pair of lingerie or something not yourself in the lingerie you don't got to do that but send them something like that and just you got to be bold with that that's a bold move uh, if you're not ready for the boldness then we can not do that we don't got to do that we can go to step two step two if you are together and you're like able to touch each other i think that you definitely kiss on one of the erogenous zones particularly being like around their neck and you have to you have to make a move you ain't say go crazy now did i you just you know, it's one little peck see what they do one little peck see what they do hmm. okay Noted. or you can just say <laughs> please kiss me simple and to the point i, I think people are afraid one. to 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 do that though i think people get in their heads or maybe i'm just speaking yeah. for myself or like no people do women. it's not just you people definitely yeah. get in their heads all the time that yeah. is <laughs> that's why we're in feeling that's why we're giving activities and homework <laughs> yep um okay one more do you think when guys want to be exclusive with you and not your boyfriend that's just a cop out for like not trying oh, to commit like exclusivity so versus boyfriend girlfriend like what to me that's so funny if i'm exclusive to you and i'm not dating anyone else i'm your girlfriend like i don't understand what the difference is but guys yeah. seem to have a nuance there so help us yeah. help us understand love that question again you're doing great thank you it is a nuance and it is a difference and the difference is this for the guys that do do that because not every guy does that but when the, for the guys that do do that they they are just they're committing they committing. are committing. That's their version they're, of committing. That's their that's their stage where they're like committing. If a guy is like, I want to be exclusive, if it's reasonable time, then I, I think there's nothing wrong with a guy that does that. He's committing in that stage. So it's, it's like, okay. it's like the, the stages are yes, it's no, it's the step right before. It's like, okay, this is how I am, the type of guy that I am. Step one, all right, I'm liking you, cool, whoop de woo. Whether I'm going on another date with someone else or not, that doesn't like I'm I'm liking you. Cool. We're going on dates or whatever. I'm getting to know you. And then I'm like, yo, let's be exclusive. You know, that's me. That's like, I guess, my version of a like promise ring. Mm. That's what I would call it. That's like my promise ring. Like, let's be exclusive. Um, which I'm not entertaining nobody else, ain't sleeping with nobody else. Like the physical of is gone. Now I got to make sure my mental, hey, you ready for this, bro? You ready? And by the way I am, you ready to do right by this woman? You ready to do what you need to do? You know, like mm. like having like, getting like, are you ready, bro? Stop tripping. This is what you want. Make sure that you're going to do right by this woman. And I think if those, if that's done within a short, like a short amount of time, there's nothing wrong with it. What's a short amount of time? Yeah, he said exclusive and y'all being exclusive for a year, baby. Y'all is not exclusive. <laughs> God, you no. should have said be my girlfriend by now. It took a year. Come on now. <laughs> okay, that's. I mean, it's interesting because to me, it just feels like a title. Like it just feels like a word. If I'm exclusive, like I'm your girlfriend. But to you, you're saying there's other steps. In but it it's not mean for, no, no other steps for you. It's no really other steps for you. It's just it's right. a him thing. It's like he got to get through his head. And does he like? Is he gonna do right by you? But if he said he wanted to be exclusive, why he doesn't already feel like that? He does feel like he can get there. That's why I even said that. Huh. Now, not all guys say that. Some guys are right. like, yo, I just want you my girlfriend. Right, but for right, the guys right. that will say that, they're got you've done everything for them to be like, yo, she, she, she's amazing. I would love, I would be honored to have her in my life. 
And then the if a guy is the one that's like, let's go, to, let's be exclusive now, you've already like, he he sees it all in you. He just now has to make sure in his head that he knows he need to do right by this woman. So interesting. <laughs> so I always ask my guests if there's anything that they want to be vulnerable about. However, I think Mike has been vulnerable enough today, <laughs> which I appreciate. But my last question I want to ask is, What's the number one thing that you've learned like about women or about women's pleasure that you think is something that every guy needs to know? Like if there's one thing that you can say that you've learned in all of your, you know, with feeling seen or so much. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Loaded question, but maybe like a one, one uh, major thing that you think is like what every guy needs to hear all three people that are guys that are listening to this podcast. This is there's so much, honestly, like I said, encyclopedia, but like the one super simple one for the fellas to do, if I'm speaking to fellas, is aftercare. Just hold her. Like when you doing when you, when y'all are done, just hold her and like genuinely like be passionate with her kiss for extended amounts of time. And I don't want you to do too, but yeah, I would say that. I would say that's because there's, there's it's, it's so much that you guys could be doing. Like yeah. that's so much that I'm learning from the limited women that write into affiliatescene.com. So much that I'm learning from my studies. And just, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I think that's a great one. Um, mm-hmm. If we want more, you guys are going to have to go to feelingscene.com and tell everyone else where they can find you on social media so they can see your amazing TikToks. <laughs> um, thank you. I appreciate that. But we're going to get way better. Uh, just Mike underscore Johnson on IG and TikTok, but feeling seen on Pinterest. That's going to be fire watch. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here, Mike. This was legit. One of my favorite episodes I've recorded so far. Um, you're representing for the guys. I guess I need to have more guys on here. because This is a really good one. I'm really excited for people to hear it. Thank you so, so much. It was fun to see you. It was oh, good you to too. see you. Bye. Right, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. If you guys want to find me on social media, it's at Chelsea Vaughn on Instagram and at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. And I've recently started posting TikToks with videos of the podcasts when I record them. So you definitely want to follow along for that. And eventually I want to start doing like full long YouTube videos so you guys can see my cute little face, but I'm not there yet. I'm still a noob. Um, also want to say thank you. Big thanks to Mike. He was so vulnerable today. He shared so many personal stories, and I really appreciate that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you for being here. Please rate the podcast. I really appreciate all of you doing that. And this is the last episode I'm doing before Christmas and before the holidays. So happy holidays to all of you guys. I love you. I hope you're cozy and warm and happy and safe and spending time with everyone that you love. And other than that, I will talk to you guys next episode.